0: Hola, mi gente. Welcome to HEPA Talk. This is your host, Jasmine Lucchies. Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to HEPA Talk. I'm super excited to be recording a new episode for you guys. So for this episode, I really wanted to talk about mental health. And the reason being is because I feel like for me growing up in a Hispanic household, Mental health was something that we definitely didn't talk about. Amongst other things, I feel like it was something that definitely wasn't talked about. It was kind of like, mental health, get those orejas. Like, you know, get up, you're not sad, stop moping around, go do your chores, go do your homework, go do this, or like, go clean and I promise you, you won't feel sad anymore is how, (laughs) in my household, we honestly, like, responded to having a hard time with our mental health. And unfortunately, I feel for a lot of us, that's honestly the reality. And now with our new generation, I feel like we're definitely more open and we're more aware that mental health is definitely something that is important. And it's something that, we all need to work on because mental health is part of your overall well-being like mental health is not just something that we can kind of just sweep under the rug mental health we have to start seeing it as like just how we have heart problems stomach problems you know like different things like that, we also have to see our brains as something that we need to keep healthy. And in order to do that, we need to really be open to conversations that might make us feel uncomfortable or even reaching out for help when we feel that we're not 100% okay. What is mental health really? Mental health includes our emotional, our psychological, and social well-being. It affects a lot of things, like how we think, how we feel, and how we act. It helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. Mental health is important in every stage of your life, from being a little kid to being a teenager through your adulthood and I feel like that's definitely something that we need to start understanding that mental health can literally affect all of us in all stages of our life we don't have to be going through a quote unquote midlife crisis to finally sit down and take into consideration our mental health and for me I definitely would say that I started to worry about my mental health now that I'm way older. Because I'm in this journey of learning how to really work through my emotions and communicate. And I know it has a lot to do with my past traumas. So how I really got into my mental health and being an advocate for it is honestly having my own troubles and having to like sit and think about okay I'm clearly repeating a habit that I don't want to so there has to be something behind it and when I really started to notice that was when I started to really see other people talk about their mental health and things like that and with my first son, like I didn't really understand what postpartum depression was, right? So I feel like most of us that are moms don't really know what that is because it's not really talked about, especially in our Hispanic culture. So I feel like I definitely went through postpartum depression and I didn't understand it. And I just felt like I felt like I was going nuts and during that time when I had my first son I looked to my mother and at the time my mother-in-law because I I honestly thought I was losing my shit like I felt like I just brought this beautiful baby boy into the world I should be super happy and full of joy but I'm not like, I feel super sad. I feel depressed. I feel like everything in the world is so ugly. Like, why did I bring a beautiful baby into this ugly ass world? And I was just so in my head most of the time that I honestly was like, ah, why do I feel like this? So the first time I brought this up, to my mother, she was like, Aysa no más son cosas que dicen. Like that's nothing. You need to stop thinking like that. All you have to do is just get some rest and that's it. Like there's nothing wrong with you. Stop being sad. Stop being a crybaby. We all go through it. We all need to like woman up. You are now a mom. You need to get your shit together because Your baby needs you. And at the time, that kind of wasn't the answer that I was looking for, especially because he was my first son. So I didn't know what was going on with my body, with my hormones. Like, I was drained all the time. So then I turned to my mother-in-law at the time and I told her, like, look, I'm feeling like this and like that. And like, I just want to know why, like... And I feel bad. I feel bad that I feel this way because I should be enjoying these beautiful moments and I'm not. I feel like I'm crying most of the time. My mother-in-law's response to me was one that honestly scared me. And it made me really think like, okay, reaching out for help is definitely not something that I want to do. Because I don't want to be put in a situation where I'm going to regret it. And so when I told her, like, you know what, Marta, I'm not feeling okay. Like, I feel sad, I feel this, I feel that. She told me, look, (laughs) she used to call me Yasmina. She goes, look, Yasmina, if you go to the doctor y les dices que te sientes triste, what's going to end up happening is that they're going to either give you medication and that might, make you super sleepy crazy you might even get addicted to them Two, like you're kind of telling them like that you're not mentally okay and you just had a baby so they can possibly take that baby away from you and I was sitting there thinking like oh that's not what I want definitely not what I want and so because of that response and I At the time, I was 19. I was turning 19. So, it definitely was hard for me to, like, understand that those responses weren't good responses. But these are the older women in my family that I look up to. So, these are the women that, you know, at the time, I'm thinking, like, okay, what they're saying, they've been through it, so they know. So... That was kind of my first, I guess, experience with mental health was my postpartum depression after I had my first son. And, of course, I didn't seek help. I had a very hard time the first three months. Like, I'm talking about I had the baby blues bad. And after the three months, I guess, once my body started to, like, regulate itself my hormones were kind of more better and things like that i was just in a better space where i was like okay it was nothing i was just being a crybaby and i just let it go and as i continued to you know go on with life and as i started to get older you know I had moments in my life where I felt really, really low and I didn't understand, like, why do I feel so low when everything around me is so good? I have a career. I have my own car. I have my own place. Like, we have a beautiful boy. He's healthy. Like, I have a beautiful partner and, like, Why do I feel so low when everything in my life is so perfect? Like, why? And as I started to, you know, get older, I would have my highs and my lows and my highs and my lows. And I just thought, like, okay, maybe that's just normal. That's just, you know, simple shit that I need to work on, I guess. And, um... You know, whenever I would be at my very lowest, I would have conversations with my partner and, you know, he tried to be very supportive and be like, look, I I just, I don't understand it, but I, I, I'm here for you. Like, if you want to talk about it, you know, whatever. And I would tell him, okay, I'll let you know when I feel like this or like that. And, you know, whenever I would bring it up to my mom or you know even my aunts it was like that's just an excuse you're just using that as an excuse to be this to be that like if you feel sad just get up start cleaning the house start doing this start doing that and i promise you you'll feel better you'll forget about it and i feel like in our hispanic culture that's honestly how we think we're gonna cure our mental health by just ignoring it and being involved in something else. So for me, when I kind of had like that aha moment, like, oh shit, I really need to work on my mental health, is after my mother-in-law passed away, it was really hard for me, only because even though she wasn't my mother, that woman was everything. Like she, she honestly took me in and loved on me. And even though sometimes we have bump heads, it's normal. But overall, she definitely taught me a lot about life. And she definitely taught me a lot about what it is to be a woman and a good mother and things like that. So, when she passed away, even though her family took it hard, I took it hard just as much as they did. Because I felt like I was literally putting to rest my second mom. And through that I definitely say I did go through depression and I tried to play it off as in like now I'm good like I know that I'm feeling like this right now but you know what I'm gonna it out and I'm gonna feel better in a couple months it's just right now I feel like this and I feel like you know the world is super ugly and life is unfair and You know, I'll get over it. It's just right now I feel like this and, you know, we all feel like this and I have to be the strong one, especially because in my, in my family at that time, I was the only woman in a household full of men. And so with her being gone, it was definitely hard. Because I felt like, okay, I'm now the woman in the house, I need to help in everything, and I have to be there for everybody, and I have to make sure that everybody's good, and everybody doesn't feel that emptiness, because to me, I feel like a mom is what makes a household, and with a mom being gone, that shit's hard, and so... I took on a lot of responsibility and I took on, you know, everything because that was the way I felt. It was my duty like that. That was the only choice I had. And so in those low moments, I just felt like, why is life like this? You know, like I would question a lot of things. I would question, you know. God, I would question, you know, why do things happen to the most beautiful people? Like, I just don't understand it. And so in those times, I definitely will say that I tried looking for help because I now had everybody to take care of. And if I wasn't in a good headspace or if I wasn't feeling good I didn't want to let everybody down. So I started to really read into mental health. I really started reading into, like, you know, religion and things like that because I wanted to fill that hole because I was grieving. And my way of doing that was to educate myself and how I can fill everybody else's cup when I was feeling empty. As I started this journey, some of the things that I do now to help with my mental health is I schedule some alone time. I'm a busy person. Like, I'm a mom. I have a partner. (laughs) Like, I have a business. I'm just so busy that if I don't schedule some time for myself, I really won't spend time by myself. And I notice that when I do do that, I'm able to just clear my mind and just take a breather and take everything that's happened, let's just say for the whole week or that day in, and just slowly process it in peace. That's one of the things I do. I also... Have learned to say no. (laughs) Like, I know that's so hard, but for your own mental health, like, you have to learn to say no. And what I mean by that is, for example, me, I'm, I'm such a people pleaser. Like, I will literally bend over backwards for you because I love you. But by doing that, I'm putting myself last and I'm hurting my own feelings. Because I'm disappointing myself. So learning to say no and putting yourself first is not a bad thing. It's honestly good for your mental health. Another thing is a morning routine. So when I wake up in the morning, I give gratitude. I give gratitude for being able to wake up and just be able to experience another beautiful day. I also give gratitude for... Everything in my life, from my friends, my family, my kids, my career, literally everything. And by doing that, I feel like it sets the mood for the day and I just feel good and happy. And um, I also try to stop comparing myself. And I know that's hard because we're human. And especially now with social media, I feel like you can't help but be scrolling and looking at people's feed and just feeding into, like, damn, I wish I had that. Damn, I wish I looked like this. Or dealing with negativity on social media and things like that. Like, I'm learning that I need to, like, really focus on me and not so much the outside world so I definitely try not to compare myself to others because by doing that I feel like we kind of put ourselves down because we're idolizing somebody else and we need to really stop doing that and I also try to spend time outside I know it sounds silly and I'm not saying that you have to but at least for me just having that moment to like take off my shoes and like put my feet on the grass and just literally feel earth, it helps me stay grounded and it helps me kind of just center myself and be like, okay, like take a moment and appreciate the little things, appreciate nature, appreciate everything that's around you. And that honestly helps me and my mental health. Maybe it'll help you. Another thing that has helped me is I read books. So I like to read a lot of like like self taught books and things like that. And I honestly recently joined a book club so I'm officially like Senora Life. <laughs> um and honestly I love it because it holds me accountable. So I'm able to, like, have to meet a deadline for a book. So I definitely focus more and, like, I want to finish it and I want to read it. And so start looking at that and, like, find a hobby and kind of join a club for it and see how that goes for you. And I also journal. So I write a lot because sometimes I feel like I just have so many emotions and so many thoughts in my head and things like that that sometimes writing them down or even if I'm going through a situation and I feel upset or something I just sit down and I write and by doing that it's my way of letting it out because your girl sucks at communicating like that's literally one of my biggest goals is to learn how to communicate better but I definitely will say that journaling, for me, helps me kind of put my feelings out there and, like, process them. And I try to do breathing exercises. So, I know it sounds silly, but it kind of helps. Like, it might not help everybody, but it kind of helps. And I do try to implicate them a lot because sometimes I just need to, like husa <laughs> i really like help myself because my temper is really bad so like i need to like control it and so i kind of sit there and try to breathe through them and like i said some of these things might not work for you some of some of these might work for you but it doesn't hurt to try and another thing is i love listening to music so I feel like music is literally universal. It doesn't matter where you are, who you are, like your culture, anything like we can all listen to music and it's just the way it makes us feel. And it helps like it really does for me when I'm feeling sad. I just throw on some jams and I'm just like, okay, like let me just sit here for like 20 minutes. Let me listen to some good music. Let me get in the mood of whatever I need to do and I'll be good. And I don't know, like putting on your favorite music might help you through whatever you're feeling at the moment if you need that like extra push. And another thing is that for me, I also have a hard time falling asleep, especially if I've had a very rough day like my mind goes 103 miles per hour and I'm just so busy worrying about so many things that the best way to describe my mind is like I have a bunch of open tabs like if I was a computer and like I'll literally try to click on each one of them at night to try to finish and I'll be like oh fuck I have to do this like damn it or fuck I forgot to do this and I just have a hard time just unwinding so i honestly put on some like relaxing sounds so like some ocean sounds some rain sounds things like that and it helps me put me in a good space where i just like fall asleep peacefully so maybe it'll help you my favorite things to do is cook i love to cook And when I cook, for whatever reason, it just makes me feel super happy inside. And so one of the things that I kind of implicate with my kids is, especially my oldest, like he, he's now at that stage where he's learning to process his feelings and things like that. So there's times where he does get a little like frustrated or he's just like irritated and angry and you know going through different like emotions and so the way that I connect with him and help him have a better day is I tell him like hey why don't we cook something what do you want let's make something together and that's also our way of bonding and it's a way to help break those generational traumas and especially for us Hispanics, like, I want to break that cycle with my kids. So I definitely teach them about mental health, and I try to implicate a lot of things that I've learned throughout the years, and I'm still learning and helping them so that, you know, they are able to, you know, have a bad day and be like, you know what? (laughs) My mom was crazy. My mom Used to do a bunch of shit that I didn't understand. But you know what? I remember her doing this and it used to help her. and used to make her happy. Maybe it'll make me happy. So let me try it. And that's really my goal. Just so that they remember like, hey, my mom used to do that shit. Maybe it does work. So my son is now nine and my oldest son. And so he's now learning about his feelings and how to process them and things like that and so for me mental health not only helps like understanding it for me but it also for him and for me to teach him and break that generational curse and that stigma really behind mental health and how we shouldn't talk about it and you know it's just get over it and especially because I have nothing but boys but I don't want to instill those machismo traits to them like you're you're a boy don't cry don't be a cry baby like no we can't be doing that to them so the way I do it is by just really talking to him and helping him through his feelings and just being there with him like like I said cooking with him is one of the things that we're able to bond and it's his way of opening up to because he kind of talks to me and tells me like oh well today this and this happened and I'll be like oh really well how did that make you feel and you know so it'll it's ways that we make memories but it's also a way for me to teach him and it's also a way for him to kind of open up to me so with him I definitely share a lot of stories and I try to open up to him so that he knows, like, you know, when my mom didn't know what to do or she didn't know exactly where to go, she did her best to find a way or she did her best to ask for help. And so that's one of the things that I definitely want him to understand and, you know, his younger brothers when they're able to understand more that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to. like talk about certain situations if you need to and so those are the type of stories that I feel will keep us connected and it'll also help so that when they're in situations that are the same they know what actions to take and also I do share sometimes stories with him where like the action that I took wasn't the right one because I also want him to understand what actions I took that weren't okay and that way he learns from it and that's really what I want to like instill in him forward I definitely encourage you guys to look into how to help your mental health and how to help others around you that you love And helping them with their mental health. And just getting educated on it. That way overall. You're understanding. And you're open to the idea. Because I know. For some people. It wasn't something that we grew up on. And it's not something that. We know anything about really. Until now. Because I feel like this generation. Is a little more open. And we're a little more aware of. Generational curses, and we're definitely the generation that wants to break it, which I love that for us. So shout out to you guys if you are in that journey and you're trying to break traditional curses because that shit's something that <laughs> it's hard to unlearn, but we're willing to do it, and we're putting in that work to make sure that the next generation knows what to do and what not to do, and. I think that to me is something that's very important in my household, and I encourage it to be something important for you guys. And again, I thank you guys so much for tuning in and supporting the podcast and everything. already follow us on instagram at HevaTalk. talk also make sure that you like rate and review this podcast also make sure that you guys share this podcast we are available on spotify and apple Podcasts. again thank you so much for tuning in y para la próxima Mwah.